0: So what exactly did we accomplish with the prohibition on COVID shots coming out of the National Defense Authorization Act? It, the military just did a step to the left and said, okay, we'll forget about COVID. Here's your hydrogel in a flu shot, right? What What's changed it, it, they're putting it in everything, Sean?
1: Hey friends, Sean from SGT Report. Merry Christmas. This is the season of miracles. So the title of this one is The Grinch, Bioweapons, and Miracles. Did you hear about the Grinch in Maricopa County Superior Court? Judge Peter Thompson has dismissed Kerry Lake's election lawsuit against Democrat Katie Hobbs. This deep state pond scum found Kerry Lake's lawyers had not proven Maricopa officials committed any kind of misconduct. Meanwhile, the bioweapon technology is being rolled out in the flu shot and apparently other shots, so it all comes down to the miracle we need on January 6th, a very, very important date indeed. Friends, thanks so much for tuning in. Before we start, just a quick word about our sponsor. You know, it's almost 2023, and if there's anything 2022 taught us, it's that inflation is here. Things are far more expensive now than they were at the beginning of the year. But it's not too late to protect yourself. And despite the fact that there's always a risk of loss and past performance is not indicative of future results, thousands of people have retired comfortably with the help of Noble Gold Investments and their precious metal IRAs. If you're one of the people, like me, who believe gold and silver is an excellent hedge against inflation and total collapse, now's the time to act. Talk to an expert member of Noble Gold's team today. And if you get in before the end of this month, you'll get an incredible free three ounce silver American virtue coin with every qualified IRA of $20,000 or more. You can't go wrong with Noble Gold Investments. So call the team now at 877-646-5347 to find out more or visit noblegoldinvestments.com. Hey friends, thanks so much for tuning in. It's absolutely wonderful to have you all back. I have our bi-weekly call with Attorney Todd Callender and Dr. Lee Vliet and our new friend, Lisa McGee. First, Lisa, welcome back. Good to see you.
2: Thank you, Sean. It's great to be back.
1: Dr. Lee Vleet, thanks for joining us.
2: Thank you for having me, Sean. It's a privilege to be here with all three of you.
1: A pleasure. And Todd Callender, how are you? I'm great. You know, two weeks goes by really fast, Sean. Well, the hits keep coming, and the deep state keeps pulling out all the stops to, well, I guess, hurt us in my view. How about the sidestep from the DOD as it pertains to military vaccines? Now they're gonna implement a flu shot? Well, what are the ingredients in the flu shot? Well, according to one researcher who may be with us right here on this call, one of the ingredients is fatal if inhaled. So perhaps I should start with a news roundup and show you all this. See this one right here, guys? The Atlantic. Nasal vaccines are here. Boy, but what's in them? The good news is DeSantis' COVID vaccine grand jury has been approved by the Florida Supreme Court. We have so much to talk about today. How about this one from USA Today? Fact check. Unvaccinated, still more likely to die from COVID-19. The fear-mongering will continue until morale improves, I assure you friends i have more to share but uh, i'll turn the floor over to any of you where would you guys like to start can can i start with something vis-a-vis the
0: the flu vaccine you know by by nasal administration here we are 20 years later you know the exact same thing happened in the anthrax where the situation where the military rolled out emergency use anthrax shots um, one of my co-counsel dale saran uh, was one of the lawyers on that case they got an injunction um, it's, it's a case called Doe v. Rumsfeld. And what did the DOD do? They moved to an anthrax vaccine through nasal administration. They're doing the exact same thing again. It doesn't, whether it's administered through your nose or intravenously is almost immaterial. It's still deadly. And why do they keep doing this over and over again?
1: Well, I'm seeing the emails fly around between a lot of high profile people. And what is the subject line? Flu mist lethal. Should we start there? Do you guys want to talk about this? What does that even mean? How could the flu mist be lethal?
0: Well, so one of the ingredients that Lisa dug up, sorry, guys, let me just run with this for a second. Um, And this comes to us from a client in the Navy who um, was was being required to take the, the flu vaccine on the ship out in the middle of the ocean. And he said, look, I don't want to take it. It it seems to me this is dangerous too. And so Lisa started digging up what's what's in this because we got a list of contents from the Navy, one of which is uh, beta-propylactone is an ingredient. It's stated as an ingredient. The Navy provided this to us. And the safety safety data sheet actually says uh, fatal if inhaled. So is there any wonder why these you know, nasal flu vaccines would be considered hazardous or deadly? It's right in the safety, the safety data sheet. I sent it to you. I'd love for you to share it. Yeah, there you go. So any methodology to kill our service members and the rest of us seems to be just fine. You know, Any mass casualty event, that's all fair game. There it is, page two. Fatal if inhaled. Causes skin irritation. Causes serious eye irritation. May cause cancer. they don't don't stop.
3: And Todd, if I can add to that, this, this was a um, data sheet from a company that it's sold in Europe. It was very hard to find an American version of it or, you know, a company, it's all been redacted or not available, not necessarily redacted, but you know, the NA not available portion was given in this, in the particular sections. So I dug this up from a, it's sold in Europe. So, you know, the information is on this one, but several companies that sold it here,
2: the information- Well, Lisa, I would would like to post that European version on our website so more people can find it since it was so Mm -hmm. difficult for you to find.
3: I just think that that's, I mean, that's telling as well, I think.
0: Yes. Well, I don't think this genocide has any borders. Right. If you look at what happened with the BioNTech shots that all of the military was given, those were produced you know, outside of the United States. We have a whistleblower, by the way, who worked at Pfizer as a quality assurance auditor who will, in fact, and is going to testify um, the contents for the BioNTech shots came from China with no marketing or sorry, no marking whatsoever in English. They had no idea what was in these bags, but they, they stuck them into a Pfizer-BioNTech vial and call them COVID-19 shots, COVID-19 vaccines. No clue what was actually in these shots. So should we be surprised that, you know, this is made in Europe or something's made in China? Does it matter anymore? I mean, genocide is genocide.
2: Right. You're right, Todd. And also the fact that our government is hiding the more detailed safety data sheets that are available in the Western European countries. We actually saw that with the difference in the Ebola outbreak in the 2012 to 2014 timeframe. The U.S. government changed the CDC description. And when you compared, which I did, when you compared the Canadian version with the US version, the US version had left out some important modes of transmission, which included aerosols. And Canada's had that in there for about a year until the US, we started exposing it on social media and much more extensively if possible at that time. And lo and behold, it took about a year and then the U.S. government pressured the Canadian government and they changed theirs. I have screenshots of both of the versions.
1: Wow. Can I interject, guys? Let me ask you something. I'll do another screen share here. And uh, I think it speaks to the rope dope going on here. As people wake up globally to the dangers of the mRNA vax, this bioweapon masquerading as a vaccine. Now, the belief is, is that the same technology, mRNA technology, Is being put into the flu vaccine and a public who is completely unaware of that fact will go out. A certain segment of this public does get the flu shot every year. So, Todd, is this the document that kind of proves that to be true? Injectable hydrogel in the influenza vaccine?
0: Yeah, that's right. In fact, they're putting hydrogel in in
1: most all injectables now, including
0: insulin. So we've come to find and the the part in relation to the military is that, you know, flu shots are mandatory in the military, as are they for hospital workers, as are they for first responders. So what exactly did we accomplish with the prohibition on COVID shots coming out of the National Defense Authorization Act? It, the military just did a step to the left and said, "Okay, we'll forget about COVID. Here's your hydrogel in a flu shot." Right? Yeah. What what's changed? It, it they're putting it in everything, Sean.
3: Well, and and Todd, when when I was breaking down the different uh, strains, what are there four strains in there? The Victoria, the and a couple of them have the word "like" afterwards, and that is a, a very uh, misleading term because it that in and of itself will lead you down a trail of several other strains similar strains so it's like that strain but it it has different it it looked like it led you to different uh strains of that strain so there could be a host of tons of different particles of different strains or different concentrations added to it
0: yeah and, and actually, Lisa, correct me if I'm wrong, but but all of those strains relate back to a database arising from the death-associated protein 6, yes. that somehow these are all mutations of something called death-associated protein 6.
2: Yep. And I... I would add to what Lisa said about adding the phrase Victoria-like. I... I suspect from some of their other diabolical and nefarious actions that that is a way of disguising the fact that they have mutations in it that have more lethal effects than the original Victoria strain. Mm -hmm.
0: Hmm.
2: That could be, yeah.
0: I'm providing that to you as well, Sean. So if anybody, you know, questions this, I hope you'll post this. people can look for themselves like maybe that's the most important thing we're doing here folks is getting people to do the research yourself right anybody can do this all you have to do is have some patience and dig lisa you're a school teacher by trade look at what you've done
1: yeah lisa you're doing awesome work as we talked about yesterday and it was uh Only through Todd that I realized you were out there doing this work. So, Todd, again, hats off to you for supporting so many people like Lisa to get out there and combat the propaganda, because let's show more of the propaganda here. I want to just remind people what we're up against. Of course, my audience knows very well, but uh, USA Today fact check. Think of Celine Dion. According to USA Today, no, stiff person syndrome isn't caused by COVID-19 vaccine. By the way, Guggenheim CIO Scott Minor died suddenly at age 63 this past week, guys, while he was working out. He died suddenly and unexpectedly. He was a healthy man. One wonders if he was vaxxed. By the way, guys, Dr. Sam Sigaloff and I just did a call. We <laughs> tore this guy a new one. You'll appreciate this, Todd. His name is Michael Popak. He's a trial lawyer, and his YouTube channel was recommended by Susan Wojcicki and the uh, Crooked Algorithms at YouTube. His YouTube channel is called Midas Touch, And I think just to provide a little bit of levity and to illustrate what we're up against, I want to play this specifically for you, Todd, because this guy's a lawyer. And uh, Dr. Vliet, you'll appreciate this. (laughs) Listen to the propaganda spewing from this man. The title of the video, Ron DeSantis makes deranged demand to impanel grand jury to investigate COVID-19 vaccines. Let's give this man, who doesn't deserve any time on my channel, just one minute to express himself.
4: This is Michael Popak with Legal AF with breaking news. The governor of Florida, Ron DeSantis, is looking to criminally prosecute manufacturers of COVID vaccine. He has filed just yesterday a petition with the Florida Supreme Court to open a new grand jury for one year dedicated to investigating and ultimately recommending prosecution of COVID manufacturers for alleged criminal or other wrongful activity in the state of florida talk about someone putting their presidential ambitions and political ambitions ahead of the public health safety and welfare of the people that elected him governor there's no other explanation for this he's gotten together a crackpot group of medical professionals and i put that in air quotes who are all deniers of the efficacy and effectiveness of COVID vaccines. It starts with his Surgeon General, Joe Ladapo. All right, I'll pause it there. I just want to point out, Midas Touch
1: YouTube channel, 792,000 subscribers, and he's got the check mark. So if you're a propagandist, by the way, the title of my video with uh, Sam was titled Crackpots and Propagandists. And you (laughs) can tell me what you think this guy is.
0: Can I I just add one thing in, in here to that whole bit there. He says there is no other explanation. Well, the governor just submitted to the Supreme Court that he thinks there's reasonable suspicion that crimes have been committed. That's how and why you would impanel a grand jury. The Supreme Court of Florida agreed. That wasn't just the the governor in a vacuum. That means the justices of the Supreme Court of Florida agreed there's reasonable suspicion to believe that crimes have been committed. That is the whole point of a grand jury and now they'll do their investigation and they'll make uh, case presentations um, or they will make charges available that they think are supported by the evidence and those cases are going to get brought and boy are they going to have a lot of those.
2: Yeah, I would add to what Todd said that it's obvious that this attorney is violating his oath to do due diligence as an attorney before he gets up and makes defamatory comments in public when the data clearly supports what Dr. Ladapo, who is a brilliant scientist and physician, what he has brought out as alarms to the public and what Governor DeSantis is doing. The data clearly supports that. And this attorney is a good example to go on our Oathbreakers Project website as someone who is presenting false information under the guise of his legal credentials.
1: Yeah, well, and I just wanted to point out, (laughs) and the audience knows it because we're all sick of it. This is the propaganda we're bathed in in this country on a daily basis because he gets to have a YouTube channel with a check mark, and he gets full advertising, by the way. Guess what the ad was when I just queued that up today? It was an ad for Sandy Hook Promise. So it was one of the fathers of one of the Sandy hook children. And, you know, I skipped out of the ad after five seconds, but uh, that's the point. These people get full advertising and the American people are bathed only in propaganda at this point.
2: Yeah. Right.
1: It's it's
2: like to keeping in hot water. There's no recourse.
1: Yeah. That's right. Doctor. Go ahead, Todd.
0: Sorry. I was going to say she's absolutely right. You know, every, Channel every means of getting recourse, um, whether that's criminal or civil, legislative, has all been cut off. So we make these observations and we talk about these things. What exactly are we going to do about it, is the question.
1: Yeah, we have to opt out. And uh, I want to read a paragraph from one of these three folks, our guests, wrote this. You guys can guess who. Quote If anyone doubted the uniparty giving us the middle finger, All you have to do was watch Nancy raise the foreign flag in the House chamber to a standing ovation for more money laundering through Zelensky. We do not have any representation in D.C., and these monsters are telling us this fact to our face. Anybody know who says I guess we know I know who said that?
2: I loved that comment, by the way, and I was not the author, but I applaud the one who was Todd.
0: Thank you, doctor. (laughs) Let's help. Let's help. I appreciate it, guys. Well, how else would one look at it? Let, let's use the, the lawyer's own words. There is no
1: other explanation. I think in this, this
0: particular case, it's right.
1: There is no other explanation. I, I keep calling it a humiliation ritual at this point. Okay, We've got trans people that are heading up the nuclear waste project, and they're stealing things from airports and being charged with yeah. felonies and men dressing like women given positions of power in this administration. We know the election was stolen, just like what happened in Arizona, Maricopa County with uh, Carrie Lake versus Katie Hobbs. And it's just horrifying.
3: Who was the sergeant or the military person who was in his uniform in the scooby-dooby-doo? Like, yes. yes. I mean, you saw that floating around.
1: It's, like, some, it's it, some sort of gay pop yeah. slavery sex thing. And they're just doing it TV while in uniform. Did you see that, Todd? I'll have to call that out. Yeah. It's unbelievable. Yeah, I saw that. It, it's it's a, disgusting. Disgusting. So they're humiliating the American people on purpose. But of course, that's what you would do if you stole an election and you wanted to topple the nation and you wanted to destroy all the Christian norms and the rule of law, then that is exactly what you would do, right?
0: Yes, it's exactly right. Psychological warfare.
1: And
2: to escalate dramatically when Barack Obama first took office. And we have never addressed the fact that Sheriff Joe Arpaio in Phoenix led the investigation mm-hmm. that proved his birth certificate was false and oh, he yeah. was not qualified under the Constitution to be elected president. We've never addressed that. <coughs> That's well, don't shoot. You- right.
0: Don't, don't you suppose that's similar, Doctor, to what it is we're encountering today? People did bring cases. People tried to adjudicate that, and the courts wouldn't hear it. So yes. our judiciary obviously is deaf, you know, purposely so, it appears, to any kind of a, a redress, whether that's, you know, our, any part of our government, right? Whether and that's our I, elections or otherwise.
2: You're right, Todd. and that I, I was heavily involved in the fight to stop Obamacare and the government intrusion into the physician-patient relationship. So I studied a lot what was going on in that Obama administration and the assault on every one of our institutions, the Christian church, the military, medicine, and the physician-patient relationship, schools. I mean, there. I don't know if you remember, but <clears throat> Children in kindergarten and elementary school were being taught to sing songs to Obama like the Soviet Union taught their children to sing songs to Lenin. It was exactly the same thing. And that set the stage, that election, which General McInerney and Mary Fanning have discussed that there was evidence of fraud in the 2008 and 2012 election, stolen elections. Have devastating consequences. It began with the Obama administration and, and the attack on America on all fronts began to escalate on steroids when he took office. And, and it was the Obama-appointed deep state that actually sabotaged President Trump in the four-year reprieve that we had under President Trump. And now with another stolen election, two more, 2020 and 2022, we see mob rule democracy out of control, lawless, worse than a banana republic, and they are mocking us and giving us the middle finger, as you said. No, it's obvious what they're doing, and the fact that we still don't have more people awake to this malevolent attack on our country is truly alarming
1: and by the way guys uh, as we endure all of this tyranny and 47 billion more dollars for ukraine you know i just made a point in a video the other day that i think target corporation's market cap is like 60 billion 3m's market cap is like 47 billion the point being that it's a lot of money. I mean, we have corporations that have been in business for 30, 40, 50, 60 years who employ thousands, tens of thousands of people who contribute to the GDP of our nation, trades and goods, buying and selling, retail sales. 47 billion bucks to the Ukraine on top of everything else. It's a lot of money. It's eluding, Todd. It makes me wonder, you know, we saw FTX got right in the
0: middle of all the money laundering for the Democratic National Committee and using Zelensky and all this foreign aid. So you're absolutely right. It's a lot of money. How do you suppose they're going to launder all of that money? There must be another FTX out there or some other means, because you can be assured that all of this was done out of self-interest, right? They're, they always reward themselves for this kind of stuff.
3: And they have a backup, probably, and a backup, and a backup.
0: Yeah. Yeah. We should look for that and we should find out right now that we have a a modus operandi, you know, what other cryptocurrency has gone crazy that would be used to to hide that kind of a money laundering scheme.
1: Well, the other backup they have is a uh, wholly bought and paid for mainstream media that supports all of these lies. So the gaslighting is endless. I mean, God help the people that don't know about alternative news media sources You know, and if they think that the only form of news out there is USA Today and CNN and Washington Post, I mean, there's no chance people are going to wake up. Yeah, Yeah. Fox to a large degree, too, except for Tucker, maybe. And how about the fact that the secretary of defense has evidently still not (laughs) sworn his oath of office? He's not been sworn (laughs) in. Is that true? Look at
0: Lisa's face. Tell us, Lisa. We think so. Yep. That's what it looks like. Um, well, give us some background because I, I've seen Lisa's work and, um, and the FOIA request that you provided was perfect. And,
1: and what response did you get? Is that Lloyd Austin? Is that his name?
3: Yes. Okay. Um, so I I sent two FOIA requests <clears throat> in July and they responded <laughs> immediately. Todd, remember it was like 40, 72 hours like later. They, with a host of several people, personnel um cc'd on it and it was you know we'll get back to you the the official response and then just stalling stonewalling i would respond i have not heard anything um they would come back with various different people but usually always between 10 and 12 people included on it and it finally came back on december 9th there was uh, an official email on letterhead that said that they do not have it on record
0: wasn't that after we threatened to sue them
3: no, I never, no, I I said, yes, actually, we said, I said that we would do, what was the term that you had told, you yeah. had, yes, and that's, I when think, they, I think
0: we had to threaten to sue them, and then they finally coughed it up, and And, and what did it say, Lisa?
3: It said, well, there's two, the, for the FOIA, they said that there is no record, remember that, uh, that was a direct, meaning,
0: had, there is no record anywhere in the DOD that Lloyd Austin's Secretary of Defense took an oath of office. Well, none whatsoever. I'm sorry, so, I'm, right. I'm
3: confusing. They, that was for the registration as a foreign agent.
0: Okay, and the lucky. other one?
3: The other one was that they gave a deadline um, on their end of, at on that was December 9th that they would respond and there's been nothing.
1: Can I ask, what does that mean, registration as a foreign agent? When I think of these Emmanuel brothers, <laughs> who are probably dual citizens of Israel, that's oh. what I think of as a foreign agent. But what do you guys mean by that? Why would Lloyd Austin have to register as a foreign agent?
0: If you look at the FARA statute, it's the Foreign Agent Registration Act,
1: and it,
0: it has a, a litany test on it that says if you have some um, association with a foreign corporation or a foreign... Uh, government, and, and let's say for sake of argument, you've got a defense contractor that, that is owned by Israel, or, you know, or works for the Israeli government, and you had some kind of a position in there, even as much as being a shareholder at a significant level or a board position or something else, then the act seems to, um, to that doesn't imply, the act says that you've got to register. And give you an example. There was a a case about i don't know 15 years ago or so where a venezuelan guy um, happened to be in the united states when he was um, tangentially involved with the argentine elections and um, the fbi took him into custody spent three years in jail because he didn't register he wasn't even a u.s citizen he, he happened to just be in the united states in other words the application of the act is extraordinarily broad
1: guys just a quick break here with a word from our sponsor Well, 2022 has shown us what might be coming in the future, and it's more inflation and possibly a very, very bad recession. It's time to take action, and despite the fact that any investment can lose money and past performance is no indication of future results, a precious metals IRA using tax advantaged gold and silver to keep inflation at bay might just be what you need to give yourself protection from financial nightmares and you'll get a stunning free 3-ounce Silver American Virtue coin when you open up a qualifying IRA account this month. You can't go wrong with Noble Gold Investments. So call 877-646-5347 to find out more, or just visit noblegoldinvestments.com. The link is directly below. Huh. Well, it just occurs to me that uh, really the last line of defense we have, since there is no redress of grievances allowed anymore in the courts is this case that evidently, Todd, what do you think about this one? Uh, If the Supreme Court hears this, and my understanding is they may do so in the date is January 6th. I think that there's a lot of symbology and importance in that date, Brunson v. Adams. And uh, this is, again, all about the fact that those Democrats and Rhinos stood down on January 6th because of what they called an insurrection. And they did not hear the evidence that was going to be brought forth by 100 members of Congress who were concerned about election fraud in the 2020 election. So this case isn't so much about election fraud, it's about the treason of not hearing the evidence of election fraud, which they were supposed to hear on the evening of January 6th. So. This action is against 388 federal officers in their official capacities, including Joe Biden, Kamala Harris, Pence, and so forth. Is our cup half full? Do we have any hope here, Todd? I guess we do. Yeah, we do. This case is real and the Supreme Court evidently is going to grapple with it.
0: But It goes into uh, a conference on that date. If four out of the nine justices want to hear it, then they're going to set it for for a hearing. And I I think what's interesting about this is because it's a a Rule 11, uh, basically something called an interlocutory appeal, meaning that the other appellate court was already considering this. They, They hadn't done it quickly enough. I think it was 11 months they sat on this. It was in the Tenth Circuit, like my case. Um, and so the plaintiff, you know, did an interlocutory um, appeal and, and at that time, the 10th circuit went ahead and, and the opinion, my point in telling you that is these kinds of appeals never um, happen. They just don't exist. And then on top of that, the clerk of the court went back to the pro se plaintiff and said, look, we need additional information and was guiding them how to provide it. Um, at the same time, I mean, it's just, it's unheard of for the Supreme court to take such an active role in a piece of uh, litigation like this. So I'm really quite confident they're going to do something about it because they put a lot of effort into getting this case in front of them.
1: Man, it just buoys my spirit because it really would be like watching a movie and it's a football game and it's the final second and you're down by six points and you've got four seconds left. And Brett Favre throws a touchdown pass, 40 yards, and it's impossible to happen, but it happened. The receiver catches it. We win. (laughs) It's caught! It's
4: on the field breck Barr, Frank lewis how do you
1: like that a bad analogy but i mean that's what i feel like we're in the final hour of our republic and scotus has a chance to save us
0: it, my, my concern on this O'Sean, is this the, the supreme court seems to be very political everything's political these days and if you look at what happened with the ndaa and getting rid of covid as a mandate in the military what happened they had a negotiation So what makes us think that this isn't another negotiation? The Supreme Court is, for example, concerned about the power of the legislature or the executive branch. What makes us think that, you know, like stacking the court, for example, what makes us think that they won't use this as an opportunity to negotiate their longevity or whatever it is that they want? That's my concern, is that this is a political football. And instead of deciding the case on the merits, something else will happen. A deal will be struck and that this will go away. That's my deep concern.
1: Can I ask you one other thing, Todd? It's yeah. the realm of speculation, but you're well connected. Um, you understand how Gitmo works. You recall that Biden wanted to shut down Gitmo; that hasn't yeah. happened. They've expanded Gitmo. Okay, uh, they've they're ready for military tribunals there. That's my understanding. So, yeah. what is your sense? We've got friends in the space. You and I both, LT at and we know. Uh, Dave at X-22, there's others in the space that have a real capacity for presenting our cup as being half full. And you'll remember this whole idea of white hats. See, I I believed firmly that they would not allow Biden to be installed because that was the ultimate national security threat, a stolen election. So what happened on the evening of January 6th could not have been more disappointing to those of us who are waiting to hear that evidence be presented of election fraud. So I guess my question to you is, What do you make of this idea that these people could be brought to justice and not just kicked out of Congress, not just prevented from ever running again for politics in this country, but going to military tribunals for their crimes?
0: Yeah, that's the only place it could happen,
1: right? The only way that it could happen is through
0: military tribunals. And those are actually happening in other countries. It's happening in in Ukraine, at least in the Donbass region. And and it's the only way we're ever going to see justice. And it is, in fact, the military that's tasked with preserving our republic. All of that makes sense. And I, I think you've heard me before. I would say to you again, none of this could have happened if the owners were still in place. There is something seriously wrong with the other side that's perpetrating this, um,
1: this genocide. Things are not working out for them. And it gives me a great deal of hope. Gives me hope, we'll too, because of what we're seeing in Brazil. I'm sorry, doctor, go ahead in a second. But right. what's happening in Brazil is sort of what I'm describing. And it is what the people hunger for. It is justice, because when we know the elections are stolen, when we know we can't get a redress of our grievances in a court, we don't have honest, fair, equitable judges, then people get desperate. And they don't look, I don't want military intervention. We should not be at this point in our history. But I mean, it kind of seems like that's where we are. And we're in the same boat as the Brazilians. Yeah.
2: Except for one thing, Sean. Which was what I was going to add to what I said. We have the federalism model with state power. Right. And the piece that we are forgetting and many governors are not using is the state based power that Governor DeSantis has just invoked in starting the process as the governor to say, there's enough where there's smoke, there's often fire. There's enough smoke. We need to investigate the source of the fire. And he petitioned the Supreme Court proper legal method at the state level. And the Supreme Court has reviewed the evidence and decided there's enough evidence to impanel a grand jury. My understanding is that Mississippi is looking at doing that. there. The figure I was given, now, that has not been announced, but so we don't know, but I have understood that there were at least 19 other states looking at doing exactly as Governor DeSantis has done, exercising under our constitutional republic the powers that the states still have. And that is not the case in Brazil. It is not a constitutional republic. Therefore, we still have two options that Brazil doesn't have. And one of them, there's the Brunson case. If SCOTUS does, as Todd suspects could happen, that they negotiate a settlement and don't rule on the point of law, which is what's been happening in a lot of the cases related to the unlawful order for the experimental COVID shots. We still have the entire state-based legal and judicial system that the governors can access. Now, we need more governors with courage, like Governor DeSantis, and this, this lawyer who claimed to be a lawyer who's, as far as I'm concerned, violating his legal ethics to make the statements he made in public representing that as a legal opinion. I'm very concerned about that. But his statements are flagrantly wrong. Every governor has that right to take the steps that Governor DeSantis did. It has nothing to do with presidential politics. It has to do with his duty as taking the oath to serve the people of Florida.
1: Yeah, you make such a great point. So I mean that's what we're up against is this absolute corruption in intellectual dishonesty. And it really defies my ability to understand it because this is our nation. This is the future of our progeny. This is all we got. We get we get rid of this country. We let this go to people like Soros and it's game over forever. That's it. We For everyone. Forever. For everyone.
2: This is global. Forever. Exactly right. Exactly right. And the, this goes to the point I made earlier and we did in our press conference on the Oath Breakers Project. Those who are breaking their oath to serve the public first and the rule of law need to be exposed. Whether they are lawyers, doctors, politicians, ministers, because people in the churches, Protestant and Catholic, are breaking their oath to God and the Bible, by perpetuating the government narrative that these COVID shots are safe and effective when they are deadly and dangerous. So even pastors are breaking their oath to God. And we, the people, our strength lies in taking action to expose them. And you can, any oath breaker in your community, you can go to the oath breakers dot org and write up the fact sheet exposing what they've done to violate their oath that is harming the public and that is the power of the people and the power of the states and you're absolutely right sean it's not about political party democrat or republican or left or right it's about individual liberty versus collectivism and the power of the state elites to decide that they can be individuals and we cannot. So our founders gave us the right to individual liberty, the Marxist, communist, socialist, totalitarians, whatever name you give them, they have individual power and individual liberty and they control the people. That's the difference. It's not about left and right. And it's a battle between the forces of good and evil. No question. So we need to, and we are a constitutional republic. We're not a democratic republic either. That was what they called Nazi Germany, (laughs) which and the cooptation of language drives me nuts. And Tucker Carlson knows better than to call it a democracy because we're not. And the more that we give in to the language descriptors of the left and the totalitarians, the more we lose our identity, our traditions and our culture.
1: Well, that's right. And uh, I don't know whether to laugh or cry at this. We've already talked about it, but uh, (laughs) I want to play a clip from Joan Rivers. I don't know if you guys have ever heard this clip, but honestly, given the humiliation rituals at play here. So Rachel Levine a transgender person, a man masquerading as a woman, is given a position of power by Obama. Do you guys recall this statement from Joan Rivers? Because you mentioned Obama, the power of Obama. Is he still in play here? Of course, the answer is yes. It really does beg the question, what's going on with him and Michelle? I'm going to just play this. Was she being humorous here or was she telling the truth? and do you think that the country will see the first the united states will see the first gay president or the first woman president we already have it with obama so
3: let's just calm down
1: got it you
3: know
2: michelle is a trans.
1: i'm sorry she's a what
2: a transgender we all know
1: oh my gosh we all know it michelle's a transgender now that seemed pretty shocking at the time but it didn't sound like a joke coming from joan rivers by the way, she died from a fairly routine cosmetic surgery not very long after saying those words. But it begs the question, guys, what is going on here? I mean, I think we're, we've are we been the subject of a humiliation ritual for probably going back to the Kennedy assassination, frankly. And now we have a whistleblower who's seen the CIA hidden documents. And the whistleblower says, yes, the CIA played a role in killing our dear president. We all knew it, but now we really know it. Tucker Carlson saying so. So is uh, Robert Kennedy jr. It's all coming out. It's all coming out. I guess that's the great awakening and part of the apocalypse and maybe it's the best news ever. The question remains, what are we going to do about it? Yeah. And you, you made mention of that a little Doctor, while ago. I,
0: I think this is your, this is your opportunity for instead of a great reset, a great opt out, right? We we don't have to be a part of that. And I think that's Dr. Vallee's point is that we can focus our efforts on our, on our States that have the sovereignty and and forget about the federal government any federal mandate that comes out just ignore it and just not be a part of it and make sure people in our state governments do the same
1: Dr. Vlade it looked like you had something to say but your mic was muted
2: I apologize for my coughing spasms today I <laughs> decided I needed to mute my mic the the point really was along the lines Todd was saying the lord Says clearly in scripture that evil will be exposed, all things will become clear in his time. We are called to act in faith and do our part in this world as God leads us, and standing for his truth and standing for medical truth, legal truth, the oath to serve the public in whatever field we live and work in, and ultimately. I absolutely believe that this timing of what's unfolding is God's timing. I see it as a Christmas miracle that we had Governor DeSantis calling that conference Mm -hmm. in December and in the way, think about the staging of that event and how all of us that were invited to be part of the audience of the virtual audience were shown as we the people on the bigger screen behind the four featured virtual speakers, behind those on stage and Governor DeSantis leading. That is the power of the people. He was his his team that designed that press conference did it in a way that conveyed the power of the people at the base of the pyramid. Supporting those who are leading the charge, it was extraordinarily powerful to go back and watch that video and periodically they would pan in on those in the virtual audience behind the featured virtual speakers. And I saw Warner Mendenhall by name on screen. I saw myself on screen behind the other speakers. I saw other people that I knew who had been leading in the freedom fight. And it was extraordinarily meaningful to see this coming in December that leads us to the darkest, longest night of the year and then the light begins to dawn again, with the birth of Christ, with the birth of the sun coming back into giving us more daylight. I just see much, and and January sixth is Epiphany, as you alluded to earlier, Sean, and that is the point in Scripture when the baby Jesus was delivered from King Herod's edict to kill all of the firstborn male Jewish children. And I I see, I do see God's hand at work. I do Even too. When it feels to all of us like evil may be winning, I really see, have faith, stand in faith, act in faith, speak courageously, speak boldly as Lisa's doing, Todd's doing, you're doing, I do my best to do. We need to be the leaders to encourage others to speak their truth and in their communities and spread the word.
1: Well, as Christmas approaches and uh, the birth of the Savior comes back into play for people to actually think about, a lot of people don't think about that too much in their regular everyday lives. Lisa and Dr. Merritt and I had a very, very important conversation yesterday After we were done with the official call, we went another hour, hour and a half talking. And one of the things that really cut through for all of us, and it's really been um, something that continues to reemerge amongst my guests, whether they're attorneys like Todd or Tom Renz or other doctors, is that we're all coming to the conclusion that this is spiritual warfare. It truly is a battle between good and evil. And people are waking up to the fact that that is the case. It is the great awakening. And so at the end of that call yesterday with Dr. Merritt and Lisa, we talked about this document, the swarming logic of inversion and the elevation of Satan. And if we scroll down to page four, we kind of ended on this, which I thought was really powerful. The demonic haunts the divine. You see that line right there, guys? Skip down. God, as pure act, is perfectly realized goodness, depending on nothing. Evil is a privation, a deficiency, always secondary to and parasitic upon the good. And that's what these people are. They're parasites. And they put parasites, by the way, nanotech parasites in our vaccines. And they tell us they're safe and effective, nutritious and delicious. Run out and get your vaccine, according to Michael Popak in the Midas Touch YouTube channel. So spiritual warfare that's what we're up against, friends. Uh, Anybody want to give us a final word, maybe a prayer as we ring this thing out? Merry Christmas to everybody listening. I'll thank my guests. Lisa, thank you so much. Thank
3: you for having me on. Thank you for letting me join Todd and Dr. Bleak.
2: Anytime. Privileged to have you, Lisa. I admire and respect your research greatly. And I'm just honored to be invited to participate with you and Todd to help bring that to the broader public in whatever way you want our help.
1: Thank you. Dr. Vliet, do you wanna tell people about Truth For Health?
2: Truth For Health is a faith-based public charity, human rights organization, and we are defending life as God's gift and liberty as God's gift. And as Todd and I often talk about in the court of law, in the court of public opinion, We are currently, we've currently engaged lawyers taking forward six different legal actions on behalf behalf of the foundation with the generosity of our donors to support the public good and fight against medical tyranny. Two wrongful death cases, two military cases, and two false claims cases. And then assisting with Todd as the medical advisors on some of their legal actions and providing legal defense grants to many of our military to help defend their rights. I'm really proud of what our organization has been able to do with the generosity of our donors. And for any of you that would like to make a year-end gift, you can always designate it to the Medical Freedom Legal Defense Fund, and we'll continue the legal fight and the court of public opinion fight And just think about joining us for the Faith Over Fear Seminar, your roadmap to recovery and teaching how you can use many different tools, legal and medical and spiritual and and other tools to create health and resilience to fight the pandemic of fear that the power's and the government and the media are colluding to perpetrate on us. You do not have to live in fear. God doesn't give us a spirit of fear. And that's the hope of Christmas. Yeah. That it's because this is where we are.
1: Yeah. Do not live in fear and do not comply. And Todd, don't you find it ironic that the enemies of humanity hate Jesus so much? Jesus said, I am the way and the truth and the life. He's also the light in this world. Isn't it? Oh. Isn't it just nuts that they hate him so much? They despise him. They despise the creator, and therefore they despise us. We were designed by the creator. No wonder they're trying to destroy us.
0: They have to. They have to attack Jesus. They have to attack every higher power because when we have faith in an afterlife, we're not worried about this one. We lose our fear. They control us by our fear. And so when you find solace and you find God, that fear disappears, it's for them. They must do this. And they do. And they do a God
1: in every form, in every fashion, every plant and animal. Well, I can't thank you all enough for your time today. And uh, Merry Christmas to each of my guests and Merry Christmas to my audience. We love you guys. Uh, we're all praying for each other. Pray for the strength to stay in the fight and pray for the great awakening to spill over into your friends, neighbors and colleagues. It is spreading. And it is a very real battle, a battle of spiritual warfare on this planet. The World Economic Forum, Klaus Schwab, Yuval Noah Harari, they literally hate us. Bill Gates, not the poor Bill Gates who's stealing an election in Maricopa Mm -hmm. County, the rich guy. Uh, They just (laughs) despise us. So stay away from the vax, stay away from the flu mist, stay away from anything with a needle at this point is my personal opinion. Michael Popak may want to debate us on that, Todd. We should uh, invite him (laughs) on for a debate. Let's do it. I'd love it. All right. Dr. vleet I know you have a heart out. I'll say my goodbyes. Thank you. Thank, Thank
3: you, Sean. You. Merry Christmas, everyone. Merry Christmas. Thank you.
1: All right. Thanks so Thank much for soul. tuning in, friends. We appreciate you all very much. For real news every single day, visit us for free at sgtreport.com. That's the antidote to corporate propaganda. May God bless you and yours. Bye-bye. I bet this guy has never had any issues with Obama's birth certificate.
4: In his criticism and his suggestion that alternative remedies would work just as well as the COVID vaccine, which is a recommendation that has been rejected by every, every qualified medical professional in America, bar none. Yeah, let's pause
1: it there. I'm ready to unload on this guy. Go for it.
2: Yeah, every qualified medical professional, because everyone who's gone against it has been disqualified, myself, for example.